0: Welcome, 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 everybody. Welcome to the new episode of Thinking Out Aloud. Um, it's me, Mayank, and with me, it's Milen. And today, we are talking about the subtle art of finding art. And um, so, what do you think, uh, Milan? this topic is about? Okay,
1: so, it's basically about understanding uh, art and how to differentiate between what might be considered as art and what might not be considered as art. So it's about the whole idea mm-hmm. of art and how mm-hmm. art is perceived and what it means to the artist, what it means to the viewer. So so those mm-hmm. are some of the things that
0: we'll be exploring today. So
1: let's move on with it. Um,
0: but uh, yeah, even for me, I think, um specifically art, um, what, what we it, it's something what can be defined as art and how can someone find art? And um, it, it's been a long debate. It's, it's been a millennia long debate about art, actually what it is and how do you actually define it? And I think going straight, uh, straight to the first question um, for this would be, um, what would you define something as art?
1: Okay, so there can be different interpretations of art. So starting Mm -hmm. with the very basic explanation of art is it can be a skill that might be acquired through experience, years of studies or observations. Uh, Mm -hmm. When we talk about in terms of the artist, it might be something that expresses the uh, author's imaginative or technical skill and is something that is intended to be appreciated for its beauty and also its ability to uh, stimulate uh, human emotions. And then, I mean, when you talk about, yeah, when you talk about a more philosophical uh, explanation of art, uh, it can also be thought of as a symbol of what it means to be human. Uh, something uh, that can be manifested in a physical form for others to see, interpret, and react to it. Like art is something, uh, in my opinion, it is something that has the power to convey convey the full spectrum of human em- emotion and ex- in the whole human experience. So yeah, it, it's more of along those lines
0: for me. Cool. So yeah, I mean, typically, same, I would say, say the same thing that art is nothing but, you know, the art of doing something, the skill itself, the process itself can be an art, yes. or would be something that signifies something that uh, changes someone's perspective to whatever it could be, or maybe, you know, it just touches someone, um, you know, you feel something out of it. And that is what art is, uh, basically what I feel. Um, It could be a skill. It could be the art of doing something is also an art, right? Or like, um, it could be like working in an office. That is also an art. If you do it efficiently, that actually becomes an art, which people will, you know, um, and that happens, uh, you know, I have, you can see recently people say productivity and everything that is nothing but the art of, you know, efficiently living. Um, and I feel that, i mean I mean yeah, that is why people you know are, are attracted to things like art, even though sometimes people don't understand it, um art mm-hmm. seeps into everything um even if you don't understand it. so yeah um, that's a very
1: practical definition of
0: art that you provided. It's a very
1: yeah. practical explanation, and it's a good explanation actually it's it's something that is often ignored when it comes
0: to art yeah because normally when we talk about art right a, a layman would be like art is nothing maybe uh, a poem uh, maybe a, yes. a, a, a poster or a painting maybe Mona Lisa. Like, yeah so the anything can be art in that sense but um, when we when i or like you are also on the same page as me um when we we are talking about art it's nothing not, not just that because that was considered art even Uh, maybe a century ago or maybe two centuries ago um, uh, people you know created paintings on cave walls right that was also art at that time Um, but now that it has transcended uh, uh, you know across everything and how across um, across the years things are becoming digital as well um, and things are getting different even a youtuber can be a good artist yes
1: yes Art is constantly evolving.
0: It, it just keeps on evolving over time.
1: So, yeah, even the definition mm. of art would keep evolving in a similar way.
0: Yeah. I would say that art itself would be subjective. But I would I, we will discuss that in the next question, which is that does art follow the law of majority? Which means, um, like, for example, something can be termed as art if a majority of people say that this is something that can be considered art or can be considered as good art. So if a majority of people say that, then only if something will be art or it's just that it is very subjective. And if you find it good or if something that touches you or you feel something about it emotionally, and that is what is, what is art.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: So what, uh, what are your thoughts about it, uh, Milind?
1: So, yeah, uh, when we talk about the law of majority, so look, art is, for me, art is something that is very integral to being a human and
0: mm.
1: it's something that is, that might not be meant to fulfill an external purpose. So it's more of like an internal appreciation of balance and harmony. Uh, it's, it's mm. like being, uh, it, it's an aspect of being human beyond utility. So it doesn't matter uh, whether the masses consider something as art or not. So again, it's a very, it's it's a great, it's a huge gray area uh, when we talk about uh, what might be considered as art or not be considered mm-hmm. as art. But Again, it's, it's a very subjective notion when it comes to art. It, it, it's it's yeah. about something that you want to express. Like, it, it, it's about self-expression and self-discovery. So I don't mm. really think the law of majority should uh, apply to art uh, uh, in particular. But mm. yeah, it's totally left to everyone's interpretation. But yeah, it, it's, it's something that is very inherent to a person. Uh, and for me personally, yeah. It, it's, it's something, it's about self so what I and feel about, about it. Yeah.
0: So, what I feel about it is that um, art itself, uh, as you said, is subjective, which I totally agree. And um, even if the majority says that something is not art, but if you feel, um, you know, as you said personally, if you have that connection with it, you will say that yes this this is art for me um and but what i also see is that the art, art itself has power to uh, move people have a movement around it and that is why people you know um, there are a lot of pe- communities that are formed across art and when pe- a lot of majority of people find not even majority but a sect of people find something as art or you know are moved by something they themselves uh, get attracted to it and they tend to magnetize to toward that, you know, that art or that cause or something. Mm-hmm. And I mean, it does not follow the law of majority, but being a very, um, taking an example of um, maybe a, a, a songwriter, right? Or a, a, let's say a pop artist. Yes. If that person yes. um, is is famous, right? Even if it, he or she has, let's say 40, follow, 40 million followers, um, it doesn't mean that the whole population of a country also follows that person. It's just that a yeah. sect of people follow this person, feel that his or her music is nice, and that is why they are, you know, they they are just going with it. And I feel yeah. even if it is obviously it is subjective, um, and it is personal to everyone, but at the end, um, it helps us to be a bigger community at the end of it.
1: Yeah it's like uh, it can be a closed system as well it doesn't have to be uh, like everyone doesn't have to be in favor of it but the thing is appreciating it for its value and its inherent sense uh, would be a better way to go towards art instead of just uh, judging it by the rule of majority I would say so yeah
0: yeah it it definitely does not follow the law of majority because there can be a yes. very small number of people who find something as art. Yes, exactly. Um, the Closest. Yeah. To. Um, it's it's very relative to that point. Um and yes, If if, we, if that is that and I feel that is the reason why people have not you know been able to come to a conclusion of what actually you know quantifiably answer to. Uh, what uh, what something as art could be defined as that that answer is yes. um, still not found and can never be found because it's something that it is very subjective and it changes across time across people yes. across mindset It's evolving. Across everything. Yeah, it's constantly yeah. evolving. Not it's constantly even evolving. evolving. It it is different because it can it cannot be said as evolving because art itself. I don't think so. It is evolving. It is just different from what is previously there. I won't say it is evolving. Been, it, it depends on what you're doing, it, it right? It constantly
1: evolves. Different art forms, the, the interpretation and expression of art keeps on evolving over generations. So The the, the factor of evolution does come in. But there are, there, are
0: people, the, um, there are people who, but we cannot uh, you know, term is that evolve, evolution, because people find like, for example, old songs. People find that the old songs are the only actual songs or art as what they would call. And the new songs which people now release are not something that they are keen to listen to. For them, the old old songs were art. But then for them, the art didn't evolve, right? So I don't think it evolved so into something else. Much more of a... It evolved into
1: something No, it, it evolved into something else. No, we no, have no. modern music. We have remixes and, and everything. So the older... The yeah. older art form just evolved into something new. That's evolution. The basic but, but the old evolution. art form,
0: still, people are still making, uh, you know, as we have classical music in India, right? People still make out, yes. you know, create music out of the same old ways how it used to uh, happen a yeah. so, few, you know, so hundred years so the back. Modern even. Stuff, it has just evolved from the
1: old ancient stuff, I would say. It's evolution.
0: Hmm i mean it's a branch it's a branch kind of like the old ways are still there um it's not just because when you talk about evolution then um, it it's like it it is spearhead where one way one direction everything is going no, no
1: but specifically no, no, no. no, no art or any true. form is going we still in one we form, still right? have no evolution doesn't mean uh, giving away the old things right it, it's not com- the complete yeah. uh, destruction of the old structures or uh, the old concepts. It's about branching mm-hmm. out from the same thing, and it's about evolving yeah. into something new, I- evolving into a different form uh, and uh, completely preserving the inherent characteristics that were there in the olden ages. So that's evolution and not uh, not mm-hmm. the complete uh, mm-hmm. I don't know, uh, mm-hmm. revival, uh, revival of something. Evolution is more about uh, evolve, uh, uh, like uh, growing into something new, while inheriting the older uh, characteristics that were already exactly. there. Exactly.
0: Okay. But so that's but why there are not always something that happens. Um, I, I what so I visualize it as um, having one point, and it is being um, you know sep- you know branching out. To different different forms itself for example music it started off as one thing but it branched out to different different and every time a new branch can occur um, and but I don't think so that there is one you know straight line that is branching across Um. yeah but that is just visualize you know how the you're visualizing it but yeah are I mean same, right? we, we, are, we agree on both the, both the, ends forth, ends
1: yeah, the yeah. yeah
0: yeah, yeah. Hmm. okay we'll move on to the third question which people are discussing since probably, you know, since mankind has discovered art um, under the bracket of aesthetics, which is the philosophy of discussing art. And what is art good for? What actually power or influence or impact does art have?
1: So I would like to break it down into some points when it comes to the usefulness of art. So talking about art, Art is, from the beginning, art is something that is encoded in our DNA. And uh, the thing is, we even have, like, it's in our genes to uh, create or appreciate one art form or the other. So the thing about art is uh, art uh, definitely crosses all different types of divides that are there in the human society. Uh, Whether it might be physical or intangible art or regardless of all the social, cultural and political backgrounds, art is something that is independent of all these things. So, Mm -hmm. for example, music or literature, it's uh, very independent of all the social, cultural and political backgrounds. So art definitely crosses Mm -hmm. all the divides that the human society has created. Um, and in many ways, uh, art uh, is something that ensures the physical, emotional, and mental well-being of humans. Like dance, mm-hmm. dance is something that brings joy to a lot of people. Uh, it, it's it, it's it's about the physical aspect of dance, wherein uh, it ensures the physical well-being of our body. Uh, the biological aspects of it the physicality is often expressed in dance and when it comes to emotions something like theater or movies or cartoons for example they have that ability of uh stimulating human emotions and uh emotional well-being in particular and things like and things like uh, Like, art can also be used as therapy. I've seen a lot of uh, people using music as therapy uh, for their mental well-being. Like, to summarize, it's more of a cathartic experience. Like, it's like a psychological, it provides psychological relief to us. So, yeah, art Mm -hmm. has that too. And... Art is also something that is that allows us uh, allows self-expression and self-awareness. Uh, it, it allows us to define ourselves and present ourselves, whether we have old thoughts like like we think about old things or we have very modern thoughts. And when it comes to self-awareness, yep. it helps us to develop a deeper understanding of our own self. And huh. again. Uh, it, art uh, has that power of breaking down complex notions and ideas, like, it's something that goes beyond politics and religion. And these concepts are again very complex, but art has a way of breaking it down into simple things, political cartoons, religious cartoons, all these things, Mm -hmm. break these uh, huge concepts down into something very simple that is easy for people to understand. So art has that power too. Mm -hmm. And the biggest, uh, being a history buff myself, uh, the biggest power that art has is it helps us in discovering our ancient history. It keeps us, it assists us uh, to keep record of our ancient history and where we came from. Caveman paintings, Mm -hmm. different artifacts, artifacts, ceramic artifacts, different treasures we found over generations. It's just a reminder of our ancient history. So yeah, art has many uses. Mm -hmm. uh, When you ask me.
0: Yeah, I mean, uh, I uh, I totally agree with you. Uh, For me, I mean, art has that impact across all cultures. And uh, I, I can say that, you know, anything movement related or anything culturally that you see across any geopolitical location or any ways, I would say it it does not say, it does not mean that religion or politics are unrelated. Even art has the value that even religion and politics are, you know, under it. People use banners in America when at the time okay. of world war, Uncle Sam as an art art was used to, you know, tell people to join the army. Or something as you said as therapy at people, you know, given hope. Um, uh, giving hope or even sometimes despair. Our ability uh, as humans to understand art and um, find its different meanings itself has an impact on each one of us and as a whole to the whole society in which we are living. Um, From graffiti arts where people, you know, uh, just lay out whatever they are thinking, what, as you said, self-impression, they just leave it out at the street for everyone to have comprehension of what they have made. Um, and put their interpretation of life and society in itself. And then if you look at um, newspapers and how newspaper cartoonists um, portray what they think about of the society that is happening in current you know currently what is happening in the world, um that is also something that is an impression. and there are places where art was used to sway the whole uh, the whole people across to, uh, you know, to uh, to a movement and that is what a power of uh, art itself is. Taking a very bad example here, but um, just the symbol of uh, swastik itself, uh, if you look at G- Germany, yes. if you use that symbol there, it is something else. Whereas if you use the same symbol in India, um, obviously with its uh, yes. variations, would be of something else. So, uh, art itself has the impact of changing your own perception, Giving you either hope or despair. It, it's just that it, it gives you something. It makes you feel something, and it transcends across religion, um, race, yes. um, what your age is, yes. your what your thought process is. Any anything can you know touch to you, and, and maybe you um, understand that art at that time. And that is why art itself has the power to impact the culture of a, of the whole world and maybe a place itself. And I think that is why yeah. art is you know very important. In that sense. Just, okay, just, just, um, we can move on to the next question. Um, so can art transcend generations? And I mean for what I mean by this is um typically what I thought is that art itself, for example, Mona Lisa, um at that time, mm-hmm. um people uh, you know under you know had that ability. To sit down, have that attention span, look at a photo, and have their different interpretations, have the discussions, and that was what uh, that thing was something that was widespread across. Um, you know, you would look at people discussing these things at the at the bar at that time or at cafes. Um, magazines, I think, are uh, two decades ago. Only magazines were something that people used to follow, and looking at pictures or reading an article was something that they used to do. And uh, that was art for them. Now, as you we have discussed, art has changed into something digital, as watching a YouTube video, even a movie, or um, you know. A, a, a now, now we are also having video articles. There are podcasts, as, as you know, and um, so if if uh, an art is something which is already there, um, if if can it transcend generations or? Do you feel at the end, some art would be forgotten?
1: Oh, okay. So when we talk about transcending through generations, uh, I would say art is something that is capable of adjusting to different generations, as in uh, what is seen or heard of or felt as beautiful. The core definition of aesthetics hasn't changed much through time. Mm. So that's why art has that ability to adjust to different generations. However, uh, the message expressed through art is something that is harder. Like It's very hard for that message to percolate down into different generations. Since uh, different generations have different earthly conditions and the understanding might have changed over different generations, so yeah like art, uh, the core value of, uh, aesthetics, uh, doesn't change through time. So art has mm-hmm. that ability to adjust to different generations, but the message might change because it's difficult for mm-hmm. the message to be interpreted the same way across different generations. So, yeah.
0: Mm-hmm. Okay. I mean, looking at that, if you look at Shakespeare, right uh, at that time, when he, he made, um, you know the, his plays and poems and everything. At that time, people didn't appreciate it, but across the generations now we know what Shakespeare has in like we know the impact that Shakespeare created. At that time, people didn't know. Yes. So it could be that yeah. it is a uh, long forgotten mm-hmm. art or maybe a piece of art, but um, at um, at a you know later generation, um, it it is given more significance. Yeah.
1: The thing is, the aesthetics are still there but the message might be interpreted in a different way. That's
0: all. Mm. It might have a different I mean, but uh, interpretation again, in today's society. But again, that something like art, which, you know, we, as we said that it is a very subjective thing, maybe at that time, there was no interpretation to an art because that thing was not considered as art. And now that we, you know, across generations, now that we have here where we are, um, and we look at uh, old things and we find something that was actually very, you know, uh, aesthetic um, in that sense. So would we say that then art transcended the generations or um, it was discovered after so many times? It was rediscovered. I would say it was rediscovered. I would would say it was was rediscovered. At that time, it was never said to be art, right?
1: It might not have been interpreted as an art at that point of time, but later on when people started, started understanding it more, people uh, developed a proper understanding of the things around them. It might have appealed to them. The aesthetics might not have appealed to that generation, but a later gener- to, mm-hmm. to a later generation, those so aesthetics might have appealed in a different way. Like It might not have been able to stimulate feelings uh, in people, In that particular
0: time, but it did in a later stage. So that's fine. Cool. I mean that is also a good perception to it. I mean, yeah, your interpretation to it is also right. Um, okay, we'll move on to the next question. Um, can art be criticized and judged? And if yes, then by whom? Okay. So
1: when it comes to art, it's like almost everyone is entitled to their own opinion. But the thing about art is uh, when you have an opinion about it, what makes your opinion meaningful is the proper understanding and the knowledge that is associated with that art. Like if you have a proper understanding of the subject matter, then your opinion might add a little more value. But again, uh, in terms of, I would say, uh, I would put it in this fashion. So again, uh, when you admire an art form, uh, then it should be in a subjective sense. But it, but it, when it comes to critiquing or uh, judging an art form, that's where the objectivity comes into the picture. So again, everyone is entitled to their own uh, interpretation, uh, but... Adding value to the whole thing uh, is something that comes into the picture when you have a better understanding of what goes into the whole process. So I would say a proper judge or a proper critique of an art form would be someone who knows the core principles, uh, understands it properly, and, and has uh, is aware of the whole effort that went into creating that art form. But when it comes to just admiring, Subjectivity plays a huge role and it doesn't matter.
0: Hmm. I mean, for me, if you look at it, uh, criticizing or judging anything would be, you know, if, if you're limiting it to people who just have knowledge about something, um, you know, for example, if, if being an art, if somebody goes to college, learns, learns about art forms and, uh, you know, how to draw and may, maybe has a degree in fine art and then they learned learned about um, history of art everything is there um, but it does not give only them the power to criticize or judge an art what i feel is that if you if you can't do it then if a layman cannot judge or criticize any art form or anything that is related to art then that you know is a violation of his it you know his or her freedom of speech because uh, anybody has the ability to consume art then they should have the ability to criticize or judge the art itself. So if, if, they, if yeah. a layman cannot criticize or judge an art, then um, nobody can, right? Because art itself is something that um, has to be criticized or judged, even in a positive or in a negative way. Only then that, that art would uh, come out of it, uh, out of that trial phase and then considered to be a successful art and for example if uh, something that is um you know a, a, a lot of people consider something as very aesthetic or very beautiful um and you know think that that is something which can be called as art um can then people come and when people come in and criticize that art um people who are supporting this art wouldn't they be angrier on this and then i mean um that then plays into the law of majority, right? Who can criticize and judge are the people who are in majority.
1: Yeah, the thing is, this might be a very different interpretation of uh, what you mean. Like, uh, as in, uh, again, it's all about, like, the artist's purpose uh, uh, of admiring or judging artists. The artist would want you to uh, bring out the uh, positive aspects of it and the, and the neg- negative aspects of it too. So it's it actually adds more value to it. But the only question here is when someone who doesn't have the proper understanding of what goes into it and what act- why that piece of art form actually matters. But if you said that something is subjective, their... right? But if art is subjective, then then how would you know that what goes into it? When I say, when when I talk about subjectivity, I'm talking about just admiring an art form, not about critiquing it. Mm. When it comes to critiquing it and uh, judging it, that's when the objectivity comes into play. That's when your observations or your benchmarking uh, process or the facts and measurements uh, that are related to that art form come into play. So, when it's about admiring art, then I would say uh, we can be subjective, but when it comes to critiquing, objectivity holds
0: more, like, it has more importance. Uh, I would say. I mean, for me, I I, I totally disagree because if I listen to a song, if I am not a songwriter, that does not, like, it does not take away the right for me to criticize a song. I don't like its beats, I don't like its lyrics maybe i don't i just don't agree with the song um then like it doesn't and there could be people who would be very similar to me who agree with me that yes this song is very bad um and it it, it actually is noise instead of uh, if uh, instead of a song but if if there are you know so-called critics who from different different publishers or different different places they just put out no this song is good then that just you know that that doesn't make sense which which is very you know if you can look at rotten tomatoes or imdb there are different sections you know there are people given as critic reviews and there are different reviews at itself but the problem is if you even if you put something as critic okay you can say that they are the are subject matter expert in that place and they have using their own terminologies in the same uh, you know in the same uh, domain what they are talking about but it does not take away from a very layman man to discuss it as well, because they have the whole, own, own, because mm-hmm. if they are, you know, they are saying that this is art, they are, they're, right, they are subjective towards art, and they are they're, um, having that pleasure out of this art, or they are saying that this is art, and this is something that I like, that judgment of itself, that they are saying that they they like something, it means that they don't like something also, right? And there could I'm be places where that... there could be a yeah. art piece, and they, they don't like it then that they are judging it itself saying that this is good or bad
1: i'm not saying like look so itself I'm not
0: everything
1: not saying really subjective. that uh, the thing it takes uh, when it comes to art uh, if you act in a subjective uh, in a subjective manner it takes away your right to critique it you have all the right to uh, have your own uh, criticism about it but the only thing is, it might hold more value when you uh, talk about art, uh, your opinion might have more value when you talk about art in, a, in an objective manner. That's why I uh, usually say that when it comes to criticism and judging, objectivity holds more importance than the subjective aspects.
0: I mean, in a real and world, scenery. I do agree with you. Yeah, In a real world scenario. Yeah,
1: exactly. In an, yeah. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. We're not talking about the ideal world.
0: Let's but when we talked about art, you yourself was about you know being art is a very subjective and it is self impression of something yes. um, at that time if you say that your opinion or some a critic's opinion holds more value then it itself dis, you know diminishes the value of art that you yourself has have had then your self value is nothing right because you have created in your mind something as art whereas a critic might not like it and then they have judged it so their opinion has more value than yours why if art is to be it's enjoyed by everyone, I'm, I'm not saying subject to everything. I'm not
1: saying, yeah, I'm not saying it's, it's. I'm not saying it's something that I uh, like. I, I want to adhere to, but these are the societal norms that we have established. So that's why uh, I would say. I mean,
0: like, then I then art the becomes a, uh, then art comes under the law of majority, right? A, a, a majority of people, if con- are convinced on something, and then only something. Then we, if we come back to the second question itself. It would be an art comes into the law of majority where anything will be considered as art if the critics itself will deem it as art. And then whatever we were talking about before this will not hold any value what you are saying now. because We are saying in society or society itself cannot make this more sense, right? If you feel something as art, then you feel it. Then where is that self-impression? Where is that self-acknowledgement? Helping from disparity, hope, and mental therapies and everything
1: again there's my personal opinion about it and there is what uh, society would hold uh, uh like how the society would interpret it so my personal opinion is that art is something that is very subjective but when we talk about the reality again is something the only value addition happens uh in terms of thinking about art as well you think of it from an objective sense that's the only thing that's where the critiquing and judging art comes like comes into the picture that's how it makes more sense i'm talking about the society and like my opinion is very different from what the societal norms might establish
0: that's the only thing yeah okay i mean um we can move on to the next question um which is um how is art um related to its artist um so what what are your thoughts about it
1: okay so when it comes about uh the art and the artist it's like uh it's 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 a very intimate relationship uh like uh art uh, is uh, something uh that like art always comes from uh, his creativity or their emotions or their perception of reality in general. Uh, so it's like, mm-hmm. again, it's a form of self expression and self discovery. People often express mm-hmm. their whole psychology into an art form. Um, for mm-hmm. example, dance. People dance involves so many complex characteristics like physical form, your uh, build and your movements your flexibility your expressions so it, it's more about uh, that is something uh, like it, it's 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 like an interpretation of your inherent abilities and it is something again being an intimate relation it is something that cannot be separated it's like a constant bond that is there between the art and the artist so yeah it's 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 an expression of his expression of the creativity i would say their emotions yeah. or how they perceive
0: the world so okay yeah. for, for me um, i feel that um very on similar uh, line um an artist becomes immortal because of his or her art And his expression, as you said, can be immortalized with that art itself. And when um, an artist is, what I feel is that a successful artist would become one with its art. Um, As you said, you know, for example, um, somebody who's a good chef, um, his cooking or the art of cooking would be what he becomes instead of him being a well-known, you know, we're just saying that I'm a good chef. He is a good chef because he is in in into that art he's a part of that art and he contributes something to that art itself and uh, that is one thing uh, that is one thing way of looking at art and how art is related to artists and also how artists can as i said can immortalize themselves and what you know their um, yes. interpretations or perception is uh, in their art itself something very similar how people you know uh, socrates or even plato or aristotle have have their own uh, philosophies being immortalized because of um, itself the art of philosophy itself like right? putting it down on paper um, is immortalized and we will we'll have we'll know about it since like even next 100 generations would know about it and they are immortalized their names are immortalized very similar to how taking it very you know a, a notch down, but look at Stanley. Even once he has gone, his his legacy uh, will always be immortal. Be immortal in in Marvel movies, um, or yeah. you know uh, Elvis Presley, um, Michael Jackson, and there are a lot of people. If you if we start discussing, there are a lot of people who will always be immortalized because of they have contributed as they have become one with the art itself.
1: Yeah, uh, to add to your point. Art is something that it's more about the personification. Like it's about taking something that's very human and putting it into a non-human form that has the ability to generate emotions. Yeah, it's more about the personification. Yes, actually, yes,
0: yes. yeah, yeah. I mean it. It is. It. It. it uh. Th- yeah, that is the whole point, right? Because it t- touches to us emotionally, and the art is something that is a way of you know expressing those emotions and then interpret at the other end, interpreting, you know, interpreting those emotions as a person who is receiving that art or who is appreciating that art. So yeah, I totally agreed with that point. Um, so yes. next question uh, is, what would uh, make, you know, what would make someone an artist? And how would you distinguish, a, you know, an artist with a successful artist?
1: Okay, so there can be a very modern interpretation about this uh, when you talk Mm -hmm. about monetizing uh, your art. So if you talk in financial terms, if you have the ability to uh, create art in the first place, and then you are somehow able to monetize it, uh, that that might make you a successful artist in today's uh, scenario. But when uh-huh. we talk about the old times uh, being a successful artist meant uh, I would say moving the masses with your uh, particular yeah. art that you had mastered. So it, it was more of a thing about uh, gaining the popularity in the masses uh, at that time while today it might uh, like it depends on how you define a successful person, a successful person mm-hmm. 20 years back mm-hmm. would have been completely different. I mean, that is another discussion about yeah, but Yeah, again, so it totally depends on what the current scenario is or what it was, I, I, I mean, 20 years back or 50 years back. So it totally depends mm. uh, upon the type, type of conditions that are there, I would say.
0: You know, just adding to that, I feel um, I, I totally agree with you. Um, just disagree on one point that even in the modern era of, of what we are, you know, uh, living through, it is also going you know, moving the masses only. It's just that um, yeah. now, you know, pe- money is something that is coming into the picture. Um few hundred, you know, a thousand years back obviously money didn't, did not exist at that time, but, uh, you know, movement of masses was still there. Now, movement of masses does come in with money, um, and that influence comes in. Um, But, you know, that that just answers this one question that what is a successful artist? But what would be, anyone can be termed as artist then, because even if their art is not good, maybe they're not able to move a lot of people, um, yet they are creating something and they are doing something, um, and they're trying to make that change in the world. Um, and what I see as anyone who is an artist is uh, trying to put something out there and you know putting out their feelings and hoping for a change
1: yeah that's a good way of uh, expressing that but yeah that's a good way of uh, uh, expressing that but I would say it's more like a limitation it's about uh, that definition of success like we have crea- created this mm. uh, definition yeah. of success, yeah. when er- everyone either fits in or doesn't fit in. So I think art mm. is something mm. that goes beyond that. Again, it's 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 about self. It's about your inherent self uh, mm. rather than being mm-hmm. uh, equated with uh, something that is successful or something that is not successful. Again, it's all about that definition mm-hmm. of success yeah. that we have created.
0: Ah, uh, yeah, yeah. Very similar to how art is very subjective. I think even the definition of success is very yes. subjective, and um, subjective. yeah, we cannot quantify it to few people itself. Mm, totally agree with uh, Now, um, very. I think this is a controversial question, or at least this discussion would become. Um, can the art uh, be differentiated from its artist? And I say this because I want to give some, you know, um, um, background to it. Um, giving an example of the actors um, who who uh, were good actors, but uh, recently have found to doing sexual harassment and were part of the Me Too movement and they were behind bars. Um, and at that time, you know that this artist, even though was a good, you know, actor, but um, as a person, this probably isn't the best person to even talk to. And, uh, so how can someone differentiate art from the artist itself and going to even songs or music, there are people who have written very beautiful songs but itself um, they are not good human beings
1: okay so this is again a very difficult question to answer because separating the art from the artist again it's like a complete moral or I would say ethical conundrum for me as well so I would not offer my stance on it again because it's very controversial. Uh, this particular subject mm-hmm. that we are talking about, but I'll offer some different perspectives. Yeah, yeah. yeah. You are entitled to your stance, but I wouldn't offer my exact stance on it. But I would talk about different perspectives uh, that might mm-hmm. help us to separate the art from the artist. So okay. I would say, so some people would say that I would not say. Some people would say that look if the art exists like on its own merits and it's independent Mm. of the artist who created it then to some extent yes we can separate the art from the artist but Mm. like again in our modern society uh, if we are encouraging someone who is inherently bad and who is literally profiting off uh, of his art but he's doing bad things on the side uh, and people are just buying his work and uh, supporting him in some way, then it becomes a very ethical issue. But again, there comes another perspective where people would say, uh, look, sometimes in order to truly enjoy the art, you have to stop thinking from from that perspective. Like, why would you ever want to taint your feeling about art with something by entangling it with something uh, or someone who isn't actually worth it? So, again, people may have different opinions uh, about it. Like, these were some of the perspectives I would like to offer. None of them, I, I wouldn't say none of these are my perspectives, but yeah, my whole perspective of separating the art from the artist lies somewhere between these
0: things that I've talked about, let's see. Ah, okay. Okay. Um, so you have taken a very you know, safe diplomatic way. stance, here. Safe, safe, but you know, safe, it, safe it, I would feel like if, if, um, playing, I would say agreeing to both of those perspectives, I have a different perspective to it. I have a different interpretation to what art and how artists can, can be differentiated. So, as I said, uh, uh. An artist can be immortalized in their art itself, but what the concept of this is that art itself is a part of an artist, and that mm-hmm. uh, that part of them could be beautiful, could be something that can be appreciated, but that does not mean that the what it is a part of, of uh, the whole itself is actually good, and that is what I feel is that when when even when we talk about art itself. Uh, uh, it is it is kind of not really but if we are just imagining an artist puts their soul into their art a part of their soul into this art and it and because it is being appreciated and everybody find it aesthetic it is beautiful but that does not mean that the artist itself inside or you know a part of them could be not be ugly right and that is what can be differentiated um uh, when we talk just about in art, if you're looking at something that is an art. But now as we spoke in the previous question about a successful artist, and there are some times when um, any uh, uh, art would not probably be considered as art if it had been a, a random artist, a random person who had created it because this artist has created something now that art has given that value, it's given that value. So what I would say is that the differentiating factor is that consider each and every art piece um, with that uh, you know, disc- don't discriminate just because you value an artist um, and always have that at the back of the mind that yes, the art could be beautiful but that doesn't mean that the artists always are. They can and are flawed as they are humans, just like us. And yeah. through art, yeah. what they have tried to depict is the the most elegant and beautiful part of their own lives or their souls. But that doesn't mean that that's just the only part that they are. We all are flawed and there's always yeah. some dark, everything there is there. So, yeah, it's it's fine. It's just a celebration of what we find found good out of that.
1: Yeah. True. That's a very say? nice way of putting it. Yeah, that's a very nice way of putting it. But when you talk about separating the art from the artist, you say, That, okay, uh, it might be, it comes from a part of their soul or something. What if that art form is some sort of skill that adds value to a society? And the artist who Mm. has that skill is inherently Mm. bad. What it's like if it's a situation where it's like a necessary evil that we have to
0: conform with
1: what do you um, saying that yeah
0: i mean at that time itself uh, at that time also the art itself as i said that um the artist when he or she is creating that art um at that time they have become a part of the art itself and if their art is helping um to you know as you said the evolution or the next big step in the you know in the evolution of that art then it is fine because that at that point that they, this part of theirs um, has helped this art or art domain or whatever you want to call. Um, giving an example of a... I'm just a random... It's not an example. I'm just, uh, you know, uh, thinking out aloud here. Uh, I, maybe a rapper who had consistently good songs which uh, touched everyone and people, you know, he- helped their, uh, as you said, p- songs help in mental, you know. So people came out of depression because of his songs. There's this rapper, but later on we find out uh, find out that uh, people uh, that this guy was a, not a good person um, m- maybe he was an alcoholic maybe he broke a few laws and whatever now the thing is the people who listen to his art his song itself not taking any influence from the artist but the art if you just look at the art and get influenced by that song and maybe it, it you know I- encourages you to do something good in life then it is fine right you can distinguish that art from the artist but, but again there are places where you cannot work your, you. yeah yes yeah what if because people there
1: perceive are, that you are like sometimes you are, you are in known because of your art right yeah.
0: yeah exactly because there are sometimes where, where you are known because of that art like stand up comics these people are known because of the jokes that they you know say if if their joke itself is offensive to someone or their joke is not good, then uh, that means that the artist itself is not good. Um, but yeah, I mean, it, it's just, it's a good conversation to have. Maybe we can have another, you know, a soul pod- podcast on this itself. Um, yeah. But, you know, an initial discussion would be, it, it's a very d- interesting discussion to have, at least. Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. Your thoughts on this. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, that's true. That's true.
1: Thing is, even when you're like trying to uh, justify uh, the art uh, by separating it from the artist, people might still perceive uh, it as your show of solidarity to that person in some way. Like,
0: it just depends on how people perceive
1: it. So that, that that again makes it Mm. a really huge uh, issue, I would say. And that is what usually happens Mm. today. Like, it has been mm-hmm. happening for the past five or six years, I would say. That is what actually happens. So I have a, I have an again, analogy, a knowledge,
0: I have an analogy for this. And yeah. and that is uh if you have read Harry Potter, I mean I believe everybody would have, and if I'm gonna spoil it, if somebody hasn't, so they can skip this part. Um, but I, I would say people liked Harry Potter, even though he was a Hawkrux oh. of Voldemort. Yeah. So I mean you can still like the thing, which, you know, I mean, I I don't know how to explain this, but, um, you know, part of the uh, uh, Voldemort's soul was in Harry Potter. By that logic, if we didn't like Voldemort, then we probably would have not liked Harry Potter. But if we just lose that influence of that person and just think of it objectively, um, then I would say that, I mean, obviously the Harry Potter was the protagonist of the movie and everybody liked him. I mean, it's just an analogy that I wanted to create, where soul of a creator was in that. But yeah, anyways... That, I mean, that's what
1: JK Rowling did, right? By keeping it for keeping that uh, whole twist right for the end. That's how she yeah. made Harry into something so big, and eventually it turned out exactly. to be oh, yeah. so. That is something yeah. that JK Rowling For achieved. example,
0: yeah, because for example, people uh, know about Mona Lisa. But there could be people who don't know who made it. Right? Yeah. So, yeah. that's the thing. Okay, we'll move on to the next question. Um, can art be found anywhere? And if yes, then can artists be found anywhere at, is, as well? Okay. So, what so, are yeah, your... Again, not when so we
1: talk about art, uh, again, it, it's mm-hmm. a very inherent thing. And Anyone can be an artist. Like you can have a very distinctive skill from others, and it can be considered art by other people. It might not be you. You might consider mm-hmm. like take an example like small children in their uh, minds just scribbling different uh, things around on walls uh, based on their perception of reality mm-hmm. and their surroundings. It, it's a, it's an art form mm-hmm. for them. Again, yeah. so they yeah. are. Artists in their own sense, but for True. older people, that might be might not be considered <laughs> as art. So it's as simple as that. It's 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 about your perception of reality, uh, and hmm. what you consider art might be an art in your opinion, but it might not be considered art for others. But again, it's a very personal thing. Art is a very personal thing.
0: Yeah. Uh, I mean, for me, I would say. Um art can be found anywhere if you have the will yeah. to seek it out if you're exactly. seeking it out with your power of a perception then you can find art anywhere and you can find an artist also anywhere and i would also say that if you're finding art itself that somewhat makes you also an at least an a bit of an artist to understand that something is art so if you're finding yeah. an artist then itself you are an artist and that at that logic anywhere an artist can be found if you, you are an artist you are able to seek out seek out art itself then that is all that is required art is everywhere it's just your perception yeah. how to look at it yeah. hmm. so just you know continuing on the next question um, how can a layman uh, you know like both of us learn the subtle art of finding this art Okay, so how do you learn?
1: Yeah, so it's a process again, like being in uh, art appreciation. uh, Like I took an art art appreciation minor in college as well to learn more about things. Since I was uh, really into creativity and different, uh, like I used to do this a lot uh, earlier as well. So this is something that is that comes out of your curiosity. So again, there's a very deep uh, structure that lies uh, behind this. So we are often taught from the beginning to perceive things in a, like, in, in, in a specific way. We are taught what to think and not, not how to think. So in order to really learn and interpret or understand art, we need to be taught how to think and not what to think. And that itself will generate cu- curiosity in us and would help us to uh, think about things, question things, and argue about things uh, rather than just li- limiting us to perceiving things in a specified manner. Mm-hmm. So I would say that would mm-hmm. be a more holistic approach about going, uh, like, of going about it. So learning how to think would uh, definitely help. In this pursuit mm.
0: let's say. I mean for me I, be, I believe um, taking few pointers from you itself uh, I just have a little different notion to it is that you cannot learn something like finding art and it's something that you yourself have to evolve within yourself for example as a child there are just a few notes that you listen to And that is a tune for you. And that is a song for you. And then you dance to it. Um, And at that time, that is something that is art for you, right? You listen to that small tune and then you dance. Um, You like it. Um, Or you look at a photo and then you have your different emotions. As you grow up, even your taste in music changes. Your taste in um, other things, in art itself. You know, you listen to, you watch different movies. You listen to different uh, podcasts or you watch different YouTube channels. You, you read different books. So, I mean, instead of, you know, learning this, as you said, curiosity should be there to, yes. learn, uh, to you know, soak it in, to soak everything in yes. and then have your own yes. feeling about it, being self-aware yes. to what you feel is good. Yes. And personally, like, um, for me, um, there could be songs that uh, could be, which I feel are very, you know, moving and... Um, i Have changed my perception towards life itself. I'm helped me through you know dark times. But it, it, I'm, I I discovered those songs because I I wanted to soak in a lot of new art or whatever is creative out there so that I can also have that understanding. And as you said, if you are you know you you learn it with your curiosity, and that is just it. If you if you're willing to seek it out or you have that curiosity to soak it in, then Anything you you can find art um, anywhere, and then it doesn't become a subtle art. Uh, actually, it becomes a subtle art because you're finding it out as a normal as a normal thing that you're doing in life. So yeah, mm-hmm. I think that is, yeah, it my, is definitely, my definitely something that, that cannot be
1: learned. Yeah, it's definitely something that cannot be learned, but rather how to think about yeah. it. Like how to think about things in general would be a better way to yeah. understanding. Yeah.
0: It is like having a yeah. habit of something, and you know, creating just it instead of just curious, learning a few things and learning a few concepts. Exactly. Exactly. Yeah. 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 Okay. So we'll end um, on this question. Um, what are a few um, good artists or art pieces that you would like to highlight as you would find them interesting and moving?
1: Okay, so this is a very personal favorite of mine. This particular question as well. So I have always been fascinated with Vincent Van Gogh and his work mm-hmm. because, uh, for me, uh, through like through my like my journey through art was something, this is where I started. So his work uh, mm-hmm. means a lot to me because his art is something that really comes from like came from his soul and he had this passionate and instinctive way to go about his art like a lot of it uh, uh, came from his own life like he himself uh, mm-hmm. he loved his art mm-hmm. and he really uh, admired his uh, subjects and materials and his mm-hmm. his work is something that was void of any ego and it was like it was without any reward like he never expected something out of it mm-hmm. and the thing is he the thing about him is he never resented his uh, uh, lack of fame and fortune, like he was not really popular in the beginning. It was only later that people came to realize that his work was so, so great. And the thing is, uh, the thing about his 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 work in, in particular is his own struggles and his own psych- psychology uh, uh, is ingrained in his work. And... The thing is, uh, his work is something that also depicts uh, a version of all the real places uh, from his own mind's eye. Like, it, it was his interpretation of the real world. Mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. Again, talking about his life, he had a very troubled life. He had uh, a lot of mental health issues and there was a lot of uh, adversity that he faced through his life in terms of family and his uh, financial situation, I would say. So he he lived a very tormented life. But the great thing about this guy was he transformed this torment and pain of his life into something that is so beautiful, and which is evident in his work as well. And people might say that, oh, oh pain is very easy to portray. But the thing about Van Gogh is he used his passion and his pain to portray the magnificence of life and nature, and no one yeah. does it has done it better than Van Gogh, I would say. Yeah. Oh. Uh, if you talk about any of his particular uh, works, uh, my personal favorite is his "Wheat uh, Field with Prose. Uh, it was one of his last, very last artworks, and this is what something I wrote a piece yeah. of song during my uh, art appreciation major as well. So uh, you have to actually see the painting in Mm -hmm. order to fully understand the depth of it. But just to give a brief Mm -hmm. on that, uh, so it's it's a depiction of a wheat field uh, with a turbulent stormy sky with crows uh, in the, I will not say they're in the background or the foreground. Again, that is left to interpretation, but there are dark crows that are flying across that turbulent stormy sky. So again, talking Mm -hmm. about the elements in that painting, uh, the wheat field. Uh, the contrast between the wheat field and the turbulent sky uh, denotes his inner uh, conflict with his uh, mm-hmm. own uh, uh, decisions in life, uh, and mm-hmm. those dark... So supposedly, this painting was one of his very last works before he committed suicide. I mean, I mean, it's it's so, a very
0: famous painting itself, right? Yeah. yeah I, exactly. Yeah. As you are, you know, describing it. Um, I mean, a lot mm. of people um, who are into yeah. Van Gogh um, would yeah. definitely would have have yeah. had their yeah. own fair share of perception, and and it's just something if someone is listening to it, have a Google search on this. Just look out Van Gogh and yeah. the painting, and just look, and have your own interpretation to it. Um, you can you can message to us on social media or anything, whatever you have perception on it. And yeah, we'll be happy to hear that out as well. Any other mm-hmm. artist or art form that you want to highlight? Yeah. Uh, so when it
1: comes to terms of performing arts, I really love uh, Martin Scorsese's work. Again, he's a genius mm-hmm. uh, in his own sense. His movies have this yeah. specific way wherein the, the they're very morbid in some sense and they're very slow, but they have that, a uh, mm. specific element of uh, crime, and uh, I would say the old uh, uh, times, like the fifties, or the sixties, or the eighties. Yeah. So he yeah. he has done it all. Like he said, taxi also. driver. I think the one of he, his movies. Yeah, Taxi, actually, driver, taxi yeah. driver is really good. Uh, casino was uh, one of his greatest works, and even uh, The Irishman, mm. one of his greatest works. Mm. They they okay. are spectacles in their own sense. So Martin's proceed, any other used. artist uh, I would say uh, okay I want to talk about some different art form this time oh, so well, I, I would say, I, comes, I think if you're thinking about it I will. Taylor Swift Taylor Swift is again okay. someone who puts her own yeah. emotions and her love life into all her songs and the thing is the yeah biggest I mean definitely yeah. is, she has a, she she has a, uh, it's very relatable to people because everyone has gone through it at some point or another. So even her work uh, mm-hmm. appeals to me and others across the world. Yeah.
0: Uh, I mean, for me, I feel, uh, I, if you have anything, you know, you can add it after that. I have a few, five, six names mm-hmm. written down. Um, so for me, first thing is the art of living itself. And none mm-hmm. other than, there are two people who I follow very religiously. And one of them you also are a big fan of is one is Gary Vaynerchuk. He is an artist in itself, how to be productive, how to be efficient in life. The art of living cannot be better, you know, depicted by anyone but Gary V itself. And then second is Mark Manson, who is world number one best selling author out there. Best audio articles, best articles in itself. And, um, you know, generally a very good guy. Even his YouTube channel is booming now. He's doing very well. Being creative and trying, able to express very simple things in life um, through analogies or different ways, just to so that people in in you know in layman terms understand it. And his way of philosophy is also something that I'm a big fan of. Moving on yeah. to uh, another big you know an artist, I mean a song artist or whatever you would be Ryan Tedder, who is the songwriter oh. um, for One uh, One Republic. Uh, his his songs have completely changed my life, and I would like literally one one republic um songs are one of my favorites. Um, are my favorites actually. And yeah, that is one thing yeah. And then moving on to the last two names would be um the, these are something they are not that popular of them, but one is Mr. Sunday Movies, which is a podcast channel. Um this guy lives in Australia and with his mate he has a podcast. And he has a YouTube channel, and um, they discuss movies, comic books, TV shows, and everything. And um, these, these, both of these guys are, has a lot of banter chemistry with them, and their art of you know having that discussion as a seeming um, as seamless discussion with putting out all their points. Now that we are you know having these podcasts, I understand how difficult that is, and these these guys have nailed this art of you know having that podcast. And last is um, um, Alana Pierce, uh, who is uh, who is um, she is um, from Australia. She moved to US. She's a game developer now. She you know started um, being uh, you know in the game industry. She's been working in there initially. She she started off in the game industry as only, but she was a game reporter. Um, she's a DJ. She has her own podcast, her own YouTube. Um, and I mean, she has so many skills out there and I am, I am a big fan of her um, and being able to, you know, being, uh, to diversify your skills across and being able to contribute everywhere. Now she's a story writer for one of the biggest um, game studios out there. Um, for 13 years, she was a game reporter um, and all this while she has been a, a DJ also. So it's, it's something else. And obviously, really she's cool. a, a very big gamer. So, yeah, I mean, that is something that I, these are few guys that I admire. Any others you want to add?
1: Uh, okay, really. these are the three I admire the most, uh, but the, yeah, the list okay. can be endless, again. Yeah, okay. I mean, Each yeah, yeah we can have a list, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah I
0: cool, cool, so I think we can conclude. Um, what are your concluding points, thoughts? Something that you want to say? Again, personally, art
1: again is very subjective, and you can have your own interpretation for it. There's no hard and fast rule when it comes to art. It's a uh, constantly evolving thing, and uh-huh. so let's not uh, dwell more on it and just appreciate it for what it is. Uh, rather than mocking people about it or holding people accountable for it, just appreciate for it for its own aesthetics and beauties. So I would say I, w- I would want people to do that. That's how I go about it in
0: general.
1: Yeah, so those are
0: my opinions. Um, I, 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 actually, I agree with you, and that is a good point to end this on. Um, and if you guys have any other thoughts, whoever is listening. Can you know shoot that us uh, that to us um, you know at our socials? It's thinking out aloud on Facebook, on Instagram, on um, Twitter, and give us a follow, DM us, tell your thoughts on this on the on the podcast itself. Mm, yeah, and you know if you want to give the outro, million, we can wrap it up.
1: Yeah, sure. So yeah, thank you everyone for listening in. Uh, it was a great discussion Mike, again. Uh, if you guys have any yep. feedback do reach out to us we're on instagram twitter uh by the name of thinking out the and thank you Mike, for your time and thank you for the questions yeah and thank you for the audience as well uh stay safe stay home um, and yeah goodbye thank you for listening to thinking uh, out bye everyone
0: bye